This is Midwest Flyways Uncensored. We have our first season here sponsored by High Mountain Seasonings. Go to HIMTNJerky.com to get some of those bomb seasonings. And as always, we have myself, Connor Olstead, Joy Vasallo, and Cal Ness here today. What are we talking about, fellas? <sighs> Whatever. We're going to talk about these late-season geese in Minnesota, yeah. man. These things are killing me. We've been done with duck season for, what, three weeks now? Oh, you've been done with duck season. I have not. <sighs> I hate Whatever, you. dude. <laughs> I hate you, and I hate you for this. And we will be back on it tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to see Bobby Guy down in Kansas, central Kansas, and we're going to be shooting everything under the sun from mallards, pintails, widgeons to specks to snows to lessers and cacklers. We hope. We hope, though. Like, we don't, you don't know. He's been sending me snaps. I know, dude. All week, man. They are loaded with lessers. Holy shit. I'm yeah, pumped. stupid there. <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm excited to shoot a snow goose because I have not. Really? Really. I've Cal, you I've haven't either, have you? I've never shot a snow goose. You've been snow goose hunting. But oh, yeah, I've been snow goose hunting. I've watched thousands fly over. Like they didn't give it, yeah. <laughs> I have filmed plenty of dying, but I have not. When did you film snows dying? Out in South Dakota. With who? The um, group that I was with for deer hunting, mule deer hunting and all that, they had a separate group that was for snow goose hunting. I didn't know that. Tornadoes of snow goose. Really? Yep. Right, and it was really good. Right hunting? off Indian land. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, damn. Right oh, can we use? Can we use? That. Can we use some of that footage? For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> give them no credit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, why don't we start it off with talking about some of my hunting adventures over the last couple of weeks? Because we've I've only been able to focus on goose, which I hate doing that. Why is that? I don't know about you guys because they have no pattern like ducks do. Ducks always fly in the morning and they always fly right before sunset. And sometimes they go out in between loaves and feeds and then sometimes they feed all day. However, geese, if it's cold and sunny, they will not fly in the morning. And what I've been finding out the last couple of weeks is even if it's cloudy, they don't really want to fly in the morning. They'll just fly up and down the, the Roose, which is the river for us. There's We have a couple of rivers. There's a Mississippi. There's a smaller river. I can't remember the name of it. The Crow. Uh, the Crow. It's definitely the Crow. <clears throat> and then, yeah. And so it's been cold as all get out here. It's zero degrees. It's <laughs> Wind chill today was negative 25. Oh, it was so bad. It was awesome. It was awful. And I'm pretty sure I got... Uh, no, Frostbite nope. on my nose, which is not good because it's already red it's all already, the time. Yeah. It's, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm not all, an alcoholic. Red. However, am I outside all the time and it's God's fault? Yeah. That's not God's fault, dude. Move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move in with Bobby. To Kansas. Yeah. I'm going to move That's in with fine. Bobby and his family. Into so. his camper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so essentially, I've just been trying to shoot geese at sunset. And they're very unpredictable. And one of my fields that I set a giant dive bomb spread in uh, was not plowed. It's the only field in the area that's not plowed. And they continue to hit the chisel plowed fields. And it's like, oh, my God. What if a I surprise. Is that messing with your head a little bit? It is. 
Yeah. It, I think it's because, and this is a great debate right now because, like, when we were out in South Dakota-ish with Isaac, he was saying, nope, we need to hunt the chisel plow because that's what they like to hunt. <laughs> that's what they like to eat. And then... Yep. Like teenager, <laughs> telling you. He is, he is 12 years old. And then... I am right. I'm 12. So. I am 12. Yeah. <laughs> so... I don't know. I just refuse to hunt a chisel plow. It's pissing me off. And so my field is an unchisel plowed cornfield. Ben Buckholtz and I were hunting it, and they are literally hitting the field behind us. Like, we didn't think that they were going to be able to chisel plow this year because of all the snow we got two weeks oh, ago or whatever. Oh, it's not zero degrees. but And it wasn't zero degrees then. And then... So cold, though, still. Well, when Ben and I were hunting, it yeah, wasn't yeah. zero. It was like it 30. Was like 30. And so it was really nice to put silhouettes in, actually, because you had a nice, fresh thing of snow, and then you stick your silhouette in the ground. It was like butter. It was so oh, yeah. freaking nice. Except there was like 2,000 geese, and they started flying at like 2.30, which is weird. Sunsets at 4.30. And it was like nice out. And they start landing within 100 yards of the guy chisel plowing the field behind us. And it's like, are you freaking kidding me? So then... We just had to get up on the birds. Like, we had to see them from so far away, start flagging from so far away to pull them off of that chisel plow and over our field. And then finally, we got some geese to come and start landing in our field. And that's when we started crushing them. I got to be honest, though. Like, I think once you get snow, if they're chisel plowing after snow, it kind of makes sense because, like, their food source is covered right. up. So, like, when they're chisel plowing, the geese are like, oh, that's easier than picking through, you know, a foot of snow <laughs> to find whatever. But in a fret, well, that. Yes, and that's what we were talking about in the blind. But at the same time, have you ever walked in a chisel plowed field? <laughs> yeah. Imagine being a goose and you have eight-inch legs trying to go up and down these giant mounds of dirt trying to get one kernel per foot. Dude, well, if I was a goose, wings. I would fly at like a foot off the ground and just scoop it up in my mouth. I wouldn't even walk. <laughs> I would just be flying down rows of chisel. And just <laughs> shoveling into my mouth. Write that down. Yeah. Rows of chisel. <laughs> Flying down rows of chisel. Hey, geese, write that down. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, yeah, that makes sense, though. That's like a big reason that a lot of geese will leave, you know? If their food source starts to get covered up, they're going to follow the snow line. So is that mm -hmm. is that the same spread that you just leave set? Yep. When the other day, uh, the farmer was concerned <laughs> for my decoys. <laughs> So the farmer went out and picked up 10 to 15 dozen dive bombs in the field, picked up my panel blind, and got out of the field because we were going to get like 10 inches of snow. He was so concerned that Dude, my... What did he do with your panel blind, Joe? Well, his daughter told me <laughs> that he took the grass out of the panel blind and used it for bedding for the calves, said it was the perfect amount of bedding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, because when we had the dive bomb guys out to my cabin, Cal and I spent hours yep. grassing panels, a frames the whole shooting match and it was a lot of work and cal being the ox that he is was just macheteboy.com whereas i was getting tiny little slivers from these cockleburrs and thorn bushes in my fingers putting them into the straps <laughs> but i was like oh my god i'm gonna have to regrass my panel blind are you shitting me right now and then he goes, yeah, they're in the new calving barn, and all these barns look old as shit. So I'm like, what is the new calving <laughs> barn? Yeah. In 1960 this yeah. was built? Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's new, man. So, no, he uh, he did not take the grass out of him, thank God. He was messing with you? I, I, maybe his daughter just heard him wrong. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's good. 
He's but just being a nice very, guy. Uh, that was very nice of him. Was the cabin bar new? When no. You, oh, no. Okay. Nope. <laughs> the new cabin bar. <laughs> nope, Did I, you ask him if you could see the old one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's in that pile, right? <laughs> oh, shit. So, anyway, I've just been struggling trying to kill geese. Yeah. And then I've been doing this kick all year, as you guys know. I've been doing this kick all year where I'm trying to fill up my lanyard with goose bands. So, whenever I do... Not good. How is that going? Not good. <laughs> so when I do get geese to get close enough to where I can check their legs, I don't shoot them unless they're banded and haven't been shooting a lot of geese this year because I haven't been seeing a whole lot of bands. But when Ben and I were out there hunting, we had a bunch of geese land and I'm checking for bands. He's like, dude, let's just shoot them already. We haven't seen shit all day. Let's just start shooting geese. And I'm like, all right. So then we started cleaning up geese a little bit. But there you go. I mean, yeah, it's uh. The whole lanyard thing, you know, the filling up of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Like, I'm watching some dudes, and I know they only hunt on the weekend. And every weekend, they're shooting a band, mm-hmm. you know? And every weekend, we're shooting geese, and I'm thinking, how is this happening? Well, we personally are not in a very I know migration-heavy right. area. Right. So, yeah, I'd say our area gets a lot of bands during the molt migration. Yeah. Not late season. No. Yeah, no. I mean, and I, that day you hunted, I hunted the same day. Mm-hmm. Just like what? What do you think I was like? Twenty miles north of you. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, or no, uh, twenty miles east. I saw ten geese the whole day, and I had two thousand landing yeah. in the field behind me. The thing is, like, when was this? Well, the other, I was in. Well, I was north. I mean, so I was like twenty miles north of you. East. I was east of you. Uh, what, when, really. when was this? Northeast. Barely east, but yeah. Well, whatever. I didn't ask. It doesn't where. matter. I mean, I live there, so I know. <laughs> I asked when, not where. <laughs> this is last Saturday. What's oh, that okay. shithole called? <laughs> What's the, what is that? What's that shithole what called? What did you say about that beautiful town? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you talk shit about It's a shithole, bro. Whatever it is. I experienced a uh, good band situation. Very fun band situation. Right. Hold on, Connor. We're going to get to your gloating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Watch it. I want to hear uh, the story of the the farm band. Yeah, that was so sick. Yeah, I mean, so, okay, yeah, so that was not this past weekend, but the weekend before. So that would have been, what, December, like this first weekend in December, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so duck had ended, and we were honestly, like, once it gets to late season, we're pretty chill. I mean, we kind of set some permanent stuff. We're pretty chill on, like, we don't go out and like get crazy about it. Um, it's just for fun. You know, you're trying to close out the season, shoot some geese and you have basically another month to shoot geese. So we were out at Gavin's farm and you know, his family owns tons of land. They've never shot a band on any of this land. So it was me and Gavin and Ben and we did a, like a super late morning deal. This is like right after Thanksgiving. So I didn't even show up to his house till like seven forty-five. We were just taking it real, which chill. is late. Yeah, yeah, which is late. I mean, usually we're there. We set, you know, an hour before sunrise, but Gavin had set the spread the day before Thanksgiving. We had not changed it. We had not moved it. <laughs> and we were like, whatever. This is like walk out his back door, two hundred feet. Yeah, it's not far from his door. I mean, he's like two hundred feet out the back door, and we're in permanent. Like we had left to lay out blinds out, covered in snow. Yeah, so it was chill. Snow covers. Snow covers. Yep. Tons of snow. I mean, there's a bean field they would have never been in, but there's snow on it, so they don't know. 
It was great. I mean, we literally, yeah, it was super chill. Ben brought breakfast. Um, and we were just kicking it. We were just like, well, whatever we see, you know, we'll just give it a go. <laughs> and <laughs> just going to send it. We didn't care. You know, we thought we didn't plan on being out there all day. You know, it's not like we were going to hunt hard. We were just going to whatever. So we're sitting out there. It's like 930. We had seen like two groups of geese that would that had f- just worked over and over looking at us, looking at us, looking at us. And then they just said, you know what? Fuck this. Dip out. So we were looking at it. It's snowing hard like a motherfucker. It's like whiteout conditions. Mm-hmm. And it's getting worse. Like if I was driving a vehicle at the time, I'd have been like, oh, I don't know. This is kind of sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like that. Okay. Like a call a friend who okay. lives nearby and yeah, go and, and hang like out. Yeah, go hang out for a couple <laughs> hours. Like it was a blizzard. And the visibility is about 20 yards at this point. So, like, if there are geese, you're hearing you them before see you're it. seeing them. Yep. You know? That's the best. Though. Yeah, it's so awesome. There's That's nothing the better than hunting in, like, fucking blizzard. Yeah. So, anyway, dude, it was like, this is the makings of, like, the sickest situation. But our decoys were getting absolutely trashed with snow. And so, we had a ton of sleepers out, full, like, shell sleepers, you know, whatever. Not silos. And the rest of our spread was silos, and we were like, well, you know what? These silos or these uh, these sleepers are getting covered in snow. We need to pull this shit out. So we pulled them all. <clears throat> all of a sudden, as soon as these decoys are out, whiteout conditions, birds are just like dumping. Just wanted it. So when what you told me was like a light switch because they did not give oh, a yeah. shit before, and then all before, of a sudden, it was dude, a light we switch. had a two pack that we finished and shot, and we had a single that we shot, and it was just three of us. So it was three geese a guy. We could shoot nine. But we had had, like, groups of 20 that were working, 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 and then they dipped out. They did not want anything to do with us. Pull these sleepers that are covering snow. All of a sudden, dude, these geese come in, they're they're done. I mean, they're doing it. So we had a group come in. It's probably, like, 20 geese, and they didn't even think about it, dude. They didn't even think about it. I mean, no they hesitation. were 200 yards out. These things were locked up, and I couldn't see them until they're 30 yards, but I could hear them. And they were low. <laughs> and, I mean, they were at the 20-yard mark. They were, like, done. Fully committed. You know, and I know that part of that is the weather. Like, they see the first group of geese, and they feel safe. And they're like, holy shit, there's some snow. We need to get down. We need to eat. Get back to the roost. Whatever, yeah. But, I mean, this group came in. We crushed six out of the group, and we were done. We're out there picking up geese. A couple of them had sailed. So, me and Gavin are running after geese, and Ben just picks up a goose and he looks back at me and he's just kind of smirking and i'm like well we did him that time and he's like yeah we just shot a band i'm like no shit and was that your first band you've seen killed no remember we saw that band seen we saw that band get killed in fall feathers oh true so that was that was the (laughs) second band that i've seen killed so that was i mean i i know we shot it every single dude there shot it all three of us shot it i cleaned it (laughs) the bird yeah, I cleaned it. I dumped about 40 pellets out of it. <laughs> I mean, the it was so breast shot, I couldn't even keep the meat. It was destroyed. I mean, this bird was ravaged. You know, and I obviously I knew where it landed, so like I saw it go down and we were all like, yeah, we all shot that one before we even knew it was banded. So mm-hmm. Ben picks it up and he's like, "Banned." And I'm like, "No way." So Gavin's out there, way out, picking up a goose and he's like, "What's going on?" You know, he's getting all <laughs> that's totally he's getting all like, what the hell are you guys doing? Wasting all this time. I'm chasing geese. And I'm like, we shot a band. And Gavin, I knew he didn't believe me. Cause when I yelled it at him, he looks at me 
and stares at me for a full second and then just turns around and keeps looking, like <laughs> trying to get it. <laughs> so he just totally didn't believe me. He's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> so he comes running back in with his, you know, two geese he was grabbing. And uh, he's like, where's that bird? And I'm like, it's over there. He's like, we didn't actually shoot a band. And I'm like, mm, go look at it. Well, because how many times have you been on a hunt and someone messes with you? And oh, yeah. Like, oh, no, band, no, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he goes and flips that thing over. You should have seen the smile on his face, dude. So who kept it? <laughs> All right, so yeah, so we f- we drew out of a hat for it. <laughs> Obviously, we just started hunting with Ben, who's like the coolest dude. So like, we're like, All this right, is whatever. the like, first hunt with Ben. This was my first hunt with Ben. <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, Ben, you draw first. The fuck? It was first draw. Yeah, Ben pulls it right away. Quick draw, I'm a draw. What McDraw. a dick, hey. you know? And I'm like, yeah, you can keep hunting with us, dude." But you're not drawing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're last to draw from now, just so you know. But no, it was really cool because then, you know, it's the first band that we shot on Gavin's family's land that Gavin's ever shot on this family's land. He should have kept it. And so, you know, Gavin and Ben and I all met at Willie's for a beer just to kind of celebrate the hunt. We were done at like 1030. It was sick. Sounds, and sounded uh, like fun. Ben, ben pulls up, gives Gavin the band. Oh, really? And he's like, dude. You know what? Yeah, it's a band. It's tight, but it would never mean the same thing to me that it would mean to you. And, you know, you got to keep it. So, Joe, are you eating uh, Nate's goldfish? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Ben gave it to, to Gavin. So it's tight. It was really sick. It was a really fun experience. What a nice guy. What a yeah, nice guy. He's a nice gay. Oh, my God. He's such <laughs> a nice man. Yeah. Such a nice young man. Oh, my God. Good fella. Here's the thing, though. You know, they say that once you start shooting bands, like your group just keeps shooting bands. Hey. We're going to shoot a band in Kansas. I'm saying it now. Good. be lit. And here's the thing. <coughs> I know that because lessers. then like four, like two days later, get Connor, go ahead and tell us about, no, go ahead and gloat. <laughs> well, I did not shoot a band, but yeah. the individual that was with me, Andy Reeves. It's a group uh, thing. A guide up at the angle. He shot a band. And, um... Well, tell them where you were, man. Like, give I was, us a little I, more backstory yes. here. So, yeah, so I had tell the, us the glorious story that we yeah, were dude. not able to attend. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, tell us where Midwest Flyways was, minus our members. Yep. So, <laughs> I had, <laughs> I um, as as most of you know, I do videography for a living, um, and so DNA Guide Service that um, does uh, duck hunting and duck hunting services guide servicing out of um dude Ortonville. the way you just explained that i'm gonna l- <laughs> i need to give you another shot at that okay the, the dna yeah, re- they do redo that. They, they are the they do guide they do servicing of guides dna guide and, service out of ortonville minnesota they um also guide in maine uh for sea duck hunting darren lang uh specifically he is mm-hmm. the the sole guide and um yeah, so he asked me if I could make a video for him, and he wanted to make it a Midwest Flyways, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, well, it's during the week. Joey and Cal can't come. And he's like, well, then I'll just uh, I'll have you come out and make a video for me. I was like, sounds good. So I went out there, and I um, had to enlist a couple of the people to come with me. Andy was one of them. He was totally willing to go. He's a um, He's ob- another guide up north. Yeah. Yeah. Obsessed with duck hunting, to say the least. Awesome dude, though. Awesome dude. Uh, but he is... Would you say you'd kiss him, or...? I mean, depends on the situation. Ooh. Did you guys make out a little bit? Good Lord, no. All right. Um, so... No. <laughs> dude, that's done. This is boring. Go ahead, Connor. Okay. So, um, the... 
the band, the band, the band. So the first day we're out there, nothing. Absolutely terrible weather. Super windy. A nor'easter is coming in. So you had a bad storm. Oh, it was terrible. Second day. So we, we didn't shoot anything. We went back in. Second day, didn't even go out. Blizzard on the water. Okay. Really? Which was f- just fine with me because I was sick as a dog. Okay. When are you not sick? Uh, that's yeah, good. dude, what is the good deal? Question. Like, you're always sick. Yeah. Well, I took that. I took every minute of that day to get over that sickness because I just laid in my hotel room, slept, and that was that was totally worth it. Um, Wednesday rolls around. So that was Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday rolls around. We go out. The water is freaking glass. Calm as all get out on the ocean. It's crazy. And um, we go out. Darren puts us on a rock and um, a pack or a, a uh, pair of eiders come in. And it, well, at first, first a long tail came in and Andy takes it down. My dad like didn't want to shoot for some reason because he was, he thought it maybe too far or whatever. Andy took it out. Awesome. Got it on film. Then a pair of eiders come in. My dad takes them both out. Hen and a drake eider. And I'm like, nice. and I'm like, Dad, do you realize what you just did? <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and like, my dad is awesome. I love my dad. He's a pheasant hunter, so he has no clue what he just, <laughs> what he just did, and how like so many people want to be in the shoes that he was in. So there was that experience. That was fun. Another hen comes in. Andy uh, shoots it. You know whatever and he's like he's like ah you know you got to shoot the Susie's too I'm like okay and then Darren comes <laughs> over in the boat picks it up with his little fishing net and he goes man and it's the first thing and Darren checks every single time mm-hmm. is if there's a band or not and he goes well that's what I do too yeah naturally yeah <laughs> I mean you know he is a duck hunter and and Andy's like he better not be messing with me <laughs> he's like he's a, he is he he's not messing. Oh my man, I'm I'm gonna be so mad if he he's starting to get this big smile on his face. <laughs> but sure enough, there's a band on that that hen. Darren doesn't kid about bands. No, he's a lot of guys a, do. Darren not a, doesn't joke about bands. I don't want to say Darren's not a kidder because yeah. when he when he he can <laughs> give you a good kid. When I ran out to Ortonville and said hi to him earlier on in the season, he's like. Oh, so your company's going out to Maine and you're not going with it, huh? Would you say you're even a part of the company anymore? I mean, he was just fucking with me so hard. And I'm like, bud, I can't take a Sunday through Friday off of work. Yep. Spent $800 on a plane ticket. Yeah, I can't do that. It's like, well, I mean, you. this is a hunt of a lifetime. I go, I know it is, but you love me, so you're going to have me out some other time. He goes, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. He spoke several times about taking us out to Washington. So next year, going out to Washington. I want to go out to Maine. Yeah? That's you, what I want to do. I want to go everywhere, dude. You don't want to shoot some Is Washington Russian ducks? Insane? It's the ocean. Washington. Yeah, I know it's the... Washington has <laughs> Harlequin. What, dude? <laughs> I, I know you love geography. <laughs> like, I know a little bit about where the ocean is, dude. So let me tell you, um, Washington touches the ocean. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> Does it all touch California? No. I know. <laughs> because. Easy, dude. That was a real question. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Does it touch California? Tell me the state between it. Oregon. Oh, good job. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. You know the capital of Oregon? 
Oh, that's right. You're like the capital boy. He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the capital of every Eugene? state. Eugene? <laughs> that's where Tucker Apold lives, dude. No. It's Salem. Jackass. Salem, actually. <laughs> Jackass? You Eugene, are like, Oregon. dude, you're like the- Capital boy. What is the deal with Capital boy. Ask me any country. Right. Ask me any country right any now. Any country? Any country. What do you mean country? Uzbekistan. Are you fuck, dude. <laughs> you suck. I don't know Uzbekistan. You're so bad. Okay, n- <laughs> hey. how about a normal right. country? A right. normal country. Laos. I don't know that. <laughs> That's not a normal country. All right, hey. all right, hey. all right, all right. I'm Let's not mom. Do, uh... I don't know the capital of Laos. Hey. Israel, dude. Jerusalem. Nope. <laughs> Is it Bethlehem? What? Jerusalem City? Oh, Jerusalem my God. City. I don't know. It's amazing. So you don't know anything. Well, what is it? Tel Aviv. Oh, I definitely wouldn't have guessed that. So, oops. So, dude, do you know any? Yes. <laughs> like, states? Po- like, Poland? why did you get well, cocky and go to international? States. 100% states. Why did states. you get cocky and go international when I know you know all the states? You should have been like, asking me any Because I got bored state. with states when I was in, like, fifth grade, like, so I started right, doing states. countries. <laughs> you would have looked so smart if you like, asked me any state. And now <laughs> you've got cocky and you're like, ask me any country. Okay. And you've missed every country so far. <laughs> Just ask me one state. And then I'll redeem myself. Wyoming. Wyoming. What? Wyoming. Wyoming is... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, shit. <laughs> hold Dude, on. Stop. Are you serious? Stop. It's not Sheridan. I know that. It is... Uh, you're looking it up? Yeah, you I don't, don't even know, know. You don't even know? No. You ass clown? Oh, God. I want to, like, pause the podcast right now. It's... uh. Jackson Hole. Jackson. Jackson. It's got to be Cheyenne. It is Cheyenne. Fuck. You're right. (laughs) It is Cheyenne. Damn it. (laughs) Dude, I'm rusty. This is about Rhode Island. Rhode Island is Providence. (sighs) I know that for sure, but. I think my point is made. God dang it. Anyway, what's the capital of Maine? Maine is Augusta. Cool. I was in Bangor. (laughs) So. All right. Well, here's the thing. You know what, Joey? Cool. I was in Bangor. I've got to be honest, dude. What's that? You've really unimpressed me. Ah, dude. Fun I'm fact, sorry. though. I'm so I'm unimpressed hey, with myself. That tonight, really Joey's me. gonna be in bed every single capital. <laughs> no, I'm gonna put up my uh my poster again. Yeah, you fuckers. states and capitals. Fun fact, though. Bangor has a long enough airstrip that it was a backup. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it was a backup for the space shuttle landing. Learned that one when that I that is kind of cool. Yes. Also. You know, you know where they landed Man. was in California, and I was like, "Why would they have a backup across?" Because of the Earth's rotation. Exactly. I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. I guess you know when you're in space, you can just be like, oh yeah, let's just turn here.' End up in Maine. That makes sense. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, because I knew it right away, so obviously it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlike the capital Wyoming, Dude, which you didn't know right away. Honestly, that honestly really hurts me. <laughs> like, podcast aside, Cal, look at me. Yeah. I'm hurt. I know, man. You fucked up bad. You can ask my father. He he would be like, stop saying the capitals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My dad thought I was like, like, dude, Joey was like weird about capitals and really weird about grammar. I'm still weird about. I know you are, but like, dude, the capital thing. I just, I'm so. (laughs) I I remember that. You remember in elementary school? Or no, you didn't come till sixth grade. I remember a lot of things. Okay, that's very <laughs> creepy how you said that and how you looked at me. But we would do this game where you'd like all of our desks were in like lines and shit. And they go, they'd look at you and go, okay, what's the capital of Minnesota? Okay, what's the capital of whatever? And if you got it right, and that like you'd go to the next person's desk and whoever said it first right. won. And I'd literally win every fucking time. Yeah, I remember that was your thing. 
Like capitals was your thing. Mm-hmm. I loved geography. And, you and then I, I touched into topography. And Yeah, I'm glad I have you to teach me about which states touch the ocean. <laughs> That's good. Anyway, <laughs> Darren wants us to come out to Washington next year. Yeah. He's going out to January to shoot himself a Harlequin. Well, and then he said there was a lot of Eurasian widgeon out there, too. Mm-hmm. God, I would, crazy. I would shoot as many as I can, and I would have the coolest freaking... Dead mount. Dude, I like did not eight know Eurasian widgeons. I mean, I obviously don't know a ton about Harlequin, regardless because of like where they are. But you can only shoot one a year, hen or mallard, or hen, hen or drake, hen or mallard. You can only shoot mallard. one a year. Yeah, one a season. I did not know that either. Anywhere yeah. in the country? Yeah, like that. Well, in Washington, that's oh, their like okay. whatever their limit. How do they keep? You track can shoot of a lot that? more than that in Alaska. Yeah. Well, how do they keep track of that? Because my homeboy in Alaska is like, oh, come out here and shoot. I think you can, you, you can shoot two in Alaska. A day? No. A season. That That's what I, that's that's what I heard. kind of like the emperor goose. Okay. You can only shoot. My knowledge. My knowledge. Emperor goose, I think you can only shoot one like yeah, a lifetime. One, no, right? not a lifetime. One no. a year. No, it's one a year. draw for the, it's a lottery for the tag. Yeah. And then you can only shoot one. Yeah. You sure you, yep. you can get more than one, one draw? Lifetime, you sure you can get more than one draw though? No, you can apply, but you're not guaranteed to get it. Right. Okay. Uh, anyway. Yeah, my knowledge of how many Harlequin you can shoot a year is about equivalent to Joey's knowledge of the capital Wyoming. Yep. Okay. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> All right, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so day one in Maine, freaking bomb. We uh, day three really, but oh, day three, yeah, day one of day one of hunting. The um, and then day two, I handed the camera off to my trusty sidekick Nate. And I was able to shoot some. Which yeah, was you shot a freaking dope. You shot a dude, Drake, a Drake Eider. Flocks. Or, or as you would call it, a Mallard Eider. Yeah, Mallard, Mallard, yeah. Flocks of Eiders. Flocks of Eiders. I, I, yeah. I, and I've, I don't have very much experience when it comes to hunting sea ducks and, you know, Eiders, but. Same. As far as I understand, they don't come in and freaking know what I want to say. Would you say your knowledge of hunting sea ducks is about as good as Joey's <laughs> knowledge of, this, of the capital of Wyoming? All right. <laughs> or any international country, for that matter, based on how our conversation has gone? Capital of Poland is Warsaw, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just, like, begging for us yeah, to say yeah. Poland? Yeah, <laughs> wanted us to say Poland. Like, like Joey knew Poland. Poland. He was waiting on Poland or Russia. He was like, I know those two, but the other ones, I hope they don't ask for them. <laughs> okay, what am I, water boy? <laughs> Joey said Jerusalem City. I don't oh, know, dude. Bethlehem. Bethlehem. <laughs> Bethlehem. <laughs> Get, cut me some slack, guys. I went to Heritage Christian Academy K through 12, okay? Oh, my God. He said Bethlehem. That's where Jesus was born. Yeah, <laughs> capital of the world. Why capital would you not make world. that the capital of your country? I, you're right, dude. I, I agree. I agree, but. And he was born in a manger. Yeah. And that's it. Oh boy, oh boy. So anyway, you were shooting long tails, eiders, common eiders, and then you were shooting red breasted mergansers, I saw, and then mm-hmm. what else? Bands. They were shooting a couple. Yep. They shot a band. Oh, I mean, I actually think that's about it. Did you shoot any scouters? Yes, we did. Yeah, and main surf or black? Um, did they have surf. orange on their beak? Surf. Yeah. Surf scouters? Yeah. That's cool. The. Um, the main people, it, so you call them scoters. Mm-hmm. Some the people main, call them scooters. The main, the well, main there's only people. one O. The Mainers. 
Yeah, some people call them scooters. Mainonians. Uh, in Maine, they call them scoutus. Well, that's because that's they accent. all talk like this. They, yeah. they got a terrible accent. Hey, get in the fucking car. Oh. Hey, you guys have any scouters? I'm in my mom's car. Remember that fucking yeah. line? Vroom, vroom. Get out my car. That's so stupid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so, so dumb. Get in the car. He said, anyway. I'm in my mom's car. <laughs> Dude, I want to hear the rest of this main story. All right, man. Sorry, Connor. I didn't do a ton of the shooting. So I, as far as when it comes for me, I shot Longtail, I shot Hen Eider, and I shot a Drake Eider. And my Drake Eider was um, like a fantastic experience. The We had like a flock of like, I, I want to say about 30. You're still laughing. <laughs> you're continue. Okay. The. So, with eiders or with just sea ducks in general, they all fly like two feet off the water. Okay, you at know, all times. Yeah, at all times, and that and that's like I mean divers do as well, but the like they literally the only time that they peel off and go higher than two feet off the water is when they're like flaring or when they're like leaving. Sure. And and like they when they get off the water, they get off the water like coots, and so like they really? run along and like flap and hit the water or whatever. I so have footage feet, of it. Their feet slap the yep. water to help them get off. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And and actually, where we were hunting, there's a lot of like, um, it was right at like an outlet of, um, like, the tide and like a river, or whatever stream. And so, um, a lot of there's a there's a lot of place to like feed there, and a lot of the wounded eiders and sea ducks would go and like stay there or whatever. So Darren said that when he first like found this spot, he used to go and like shoot a bunch of cripples or whatever, thinking that, that he would like, you know, be like cleaning up the population or whatever. But apparently, um, hen eiders, like wounded hen eiders, they still get, um, people still, or the, the drakes still come to them and like mate with them, even when they're wounded, if they have like a broken wing. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense, actually. I don't know if you've ever been to downtown Minneapolis, yeah. but when you go to the clubs, <laughs> yeah. there's uh, there's girls who are less mobile. This is amazing. So, <laughs> the guys will flock to those girls because those girls can't necessarily run away from them. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know? No. And, and Almost like a rape situation. Well, the other thing. Well, and a lot of ducks do rape other ducks. Well, mallards are most notorious yeah. for it. But yes. Yeah bad deal i know at least with old squaw because i shot one old squaw and the um the hen old squaw then looped around and kept like staying in the area yeah and then came back because they mate like they mate just, for life yeah they mate for life interesting and then i shot that one <laughs> you, <laughs> you bastard <laughs> you're killing you shot them both yeah okay that's good <laughs> that's actually better they're in my freezer that's good yeah are you mounting those? I'm going to mount the Drake them? Old Squaw nice. and the Drake Eider. My dad's going to mount a Drake <sighs> and Hen Eider. What do you think you're going to do with them? What kind of a mount? Uh, I don't know. Probably just on some driftwood. Did your dad have fun? Yeah, he did. He It, it was the type of thing that he's like, I would absolutely you know, go again. It's just not something I'd pay what you pay a guide out there for. D- dude, being a guide in Maine is like unreal. Cake. No, it's unreal. You have to take a test, oh, like a, yeah. a special test, 
And in this test, there's three different parts to it. One is you just sit down with some 70-year-old geezer and he asks you whatever questions he wants to ask you. There's a written test. And then there's a compass test. And the compass test, you walk into a room, you have to choose what desk you sit down at. One of them has metal and wood, one of them's wood, and one of them has just metal. And so obviously, like, you have to choose the one that's wood because otherwise it'll screw up your compass. And you have to essentially, like, be able to navigate, find true north and all that, whatever. Whoa. Yeah. And then on top of that, if you want to guide... So that's just the straight main guide license for bear, for big game, for, you know, what um, waterfowl, whatever. If you, if you want to guide on... The like ocean. The ocean. You have to get a captain's license. Which is the same for fishing as it is waterfowl. And if, if you want to get a captain's license... Um, Darren looked into it. He thought that you had to get like 360 hours worth of, um, oh my God. of like ocean time. But he realized that like, that's like the highest tier captain's license. Like you want to drive captain. a cruise ship. And so he got what's called a six pack. That's only requires 90 hours of ocean time. And, um, and so, yeah, so now Darren has a captain's license and a main guide license in order for him to just freaking take out somebody and get paid for it on his little 20 foot boat. Damn. Yeah, and that's why it costs so much money. Yeah. Well, what does he charge for hunts? Um, forty-four hundred, I believe, for the six days. Oh, for six days. Yeah, for four people for six days. He he only takes up groups of like up up to four. It's forty-four hundred. Group up to four. I believe that's what it what it is per person or total. No, no total for the group. Total forty four hundred for the group for the yeah, week for so. six days. So but he doesn't. Pro- he's not providing lodging though either. No. Yeah, he does not provide logic or food. All right, math that boy. Is what just, does that break down that to? That's just a day the guiding. Guy? I think it's like 180 bucks a day. Yeah. Is what it breaks down so to. It's not even that bad. It's pretty nice. But I mean, like, if you factor in, then, you know, it took it for me, it was like a hundred or $850 ticket to get out there. The, you know, staying in the rooms and everything like that, right. the food and whatever, it gets up there. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's going to be two grand a guy for sure. It's a, it's a nice, you know, chunk of change, but it's freaking tight what'd you think about that east coast food though dude i had um i had a couple things for the first time do you have like a lobster roll please tell me you had a lobster roll i had i had did have like a straight up lot i have two lobsters that was do you have a lobster roll lobster roll i don't think so is that uh what we had i've never heard of a lobster roll we had super famous chowder we had chowder clam chowder yeah well it was just a chowder of everything it was like a gumbo there was, pot. I, yeah, dude, was, your accents are chowda. amazing. <laughs> um, said, it was just a chowder of everything. <laughs> um, I was sick the night that they had uh, crab, I want to say. Yeah. Okay. Why and, are you looking and, at me like And then apparently, I don't know. And then main, uh, main shrimp. They haven't had a shrimp season for freaking forever. So we uh, didn't have any of that, but... Yeah. So, it, but dude, it was a blast. the The other thing was the tide. It's just weird hunting with a freaking tide. You know, like your Darren's told me about it. Yeah, because it, it takes forever to go down, but then it comes up like fast. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the fluctuation in feet? So we got to the spot where like all the idas were feeding and the flocks were coming in at eleven, um, eleven a.m. and low tide was at noon. And by twelve thirty, we were up to our knees. 
But that doesn't tell me the fluctuation in feet of water. So, so like we got to at eleven o'clock, we got to the spot. We waited for like you know a few minutes or whatever. Went out to this rock that we were supposed to be sitting on that wasn't there when we got there, oh. and and so it went down. It went down below, and then by noon, the rock that we were sitting on, like we were able to like actually like sit on it, and by twelve thirty, we were standing on that rock up to our knees. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So what do you so think? It's like, like ten, fifteen feet. Um, I would say, uh, no, I wouldn't say quite that much. I would say the entire fluctuation was six feet in a half an hour. Like it went up six feet in a half Whoa. an hour. In a half hour, dude. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. That is but so dude, nuts. it like, and that's one trouble that I have, like, especially with filming and whatever is like when you say like, oh, birds, 10 o'clock, whatever. And you know, you look out and whatever there, they could be any range of the sky. Okay. They could be like up high migrators. They could be down low. On when it comes to sea ducks, they are like always going to be the two feet off the water, and so you just like scan the skyline, and that's it. Yeah, that's so crazy. Easily see them, and especially Drake eiders, they're white, mm-hmm. and so you can just see them yeah. booking across the the freaking ocean. How hard was it to see the the hens? Because how wasn't. blue was the water? It was it was pretty blue. Was it clear? We were in a place that like it's called Blue Hills, <laughs> and so like even if they were like above, like you could see them. It was so cool, and just like it, it, they looked like planes coming across the water. It was it was that's legit. awesome. Man. How fast were they flying? Were they pretty fast? Were yes, they, cooking? they were very fast. Cooking, especially the the long tails. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. just I've heard cooking. those are fast as shit. Yeah, you had to lead them so far. The first I the first shot that I took, I was like, "Well, that missed." <laughs> Would you say a canoe length? <laughs> Would you say you had to lead them a canoe? <laughs> sure. I hunted with a guy one of my first times hunting divers. He goes, oh, you got to lead him about a canoe. Oh. <laughs> lead him about a canoe. I love living in Minnesota because there's people that like, either you have up north, you have such a crazy accent. Like some of those people, you know, mm-hmm. it's so but Canadian. Bobby says that oh, I have an yeah. accent. I know. Yeah, you do. Okay. Well, not like bad. I mean, to me, it's like normal. Mm-hmm. The last thing though, is that when you would hit him, when you would hit like the eiders, they like they hit the water, they immediately dive. Mm. So if you can hit them twice, even if they like hit the water, you gotta hit them again. Don't you like just listen to like Connor talk though? Can't you hear it? If they like hit the water, yeah, like, they hit the water. It's like oh, don't you he know? He doesn't notice. You know, you don't notice it. But like, <laughs> just like listen. Yeah, to sure, it. you betcha. Well, now you're doing it hard. Oh but. fuck! If we go out on the twenty footer. <laughs> If we go out on the boat, no, but dude, I mean, if you really listen to people from Minnesota talk, they're like, "Well, yeah, the eiders, they're there on the water. It's like water. It's it's very like, it's not like it's totally normal to, to us, but right. even like when Nick and them were here from Dive Bomb, yeah, like they were like, "Yeah, you two definitely have one. I don't think mine is as like bad. Oh, okay, okay, there, don't you know." They said, I think Nick said oh that, God. though. Nick was like, yeah, yours isn't as much, though, Cal. All right, Cal. I don't remember him saying that, but... I definitely have a Minnesota accent. Not really. It doesn't matter to me. No. I live here, so I, my don't, cousins, I don't really care. My cousins give me so much shit. All my cousins live on the East Coast, and they're like, oh, my God, dude. Can you just shut the fuck up? You yours like really isn't that good. And that's dude. what frustrates me, is that, like, if you have a Southern accent, you know, you could oh. sound... Like, you could be, like, uh, funnier. You know, you can... Like I, I feel like it's it's better to have a southern accent. If you have an a northern accent, you just sound like an idiot. Nah, the not I don't really. know, man. Oh, this is gonna get us some heat. But 
when we were down in Louisiana, man, and we were at that gas station. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy I mean, shit. Wade goes, no one talks like that. Or he goes, not everyone here talks like yeah. that. Because Wade doesn't sound like an idiot. However, no. this guy at the gas station, we're all wearing, you know, our camo. And yeah. We're all checking out. And he goes, y'all here and there, there, that. And we're like, what? He said, I'm not kidding. He said, that's what he said to me. And I said, what was that? He said, y'all did that. And Wade, I'm not kidding, without skipping a beat, said, we're hunt duck. <laughs> and I was, this guy literally was like, oh, that's cool. And talking to Wade, like, I, 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 I. so he was Creole. He was that guy Creole, was Creole. Yeah. And he said that they have almost like their own language. Yeah. And y'all hunt I, deer or duck. No, I mean, that's uh, what he said. What? Y'all hunt deer or duck. That's what he said. But he said it like this, y'all hunt deer or duck. Like that. And Wade said, <laughs> so fast. we're hunt duck. <laughs> we both look Cal and I both look at each other And We're go That dunk. wasn't English Yeah There's And no then way. I got out there I was like What did he say Wade And he's like Oh he said Y'all hunt deer or duck <laughs> Was y'all hunt deer or duck And I was like What oh. the f-? Yeah But yeah That's like legit And dude Yeah I It was mean, very similar Are we catching heat for that I don't know Are we gonna catch well, heat Well I was gonna say People who are southern Sound more dumb Yeah they do They sound dumb as shit no, it totally depends, though. Th- think Larry the Cable Guy. He sounds hilarious because of his southern accent. He sounds accent. dumb as fuck. Larry the Cable Guy is funny because <laughs> if he, he had a northern like a accent, redneck, if he sound, had a northern accent, he would not be as funny as he is. Hey, have you seen the videos of that guy recently that's doing them funny northern videos, though? Yeah. Okay, no. those are funny as hell. The ones like the Midwest to, Driving School, the Midwest man. Driving School. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's another one that he did. What was? But it? he's like, making fun of the accent, is he not? Of course. Well, Yo, dude, isn't Larry is. the Cable Guy making fun of having like a Southern accent and being dumb? No, he's he, might be, he's being he might be redneck, emphasizing dude. it, but his accent, because of how thick it is, makes him as funny as he is. Here's the thing: if you're like educated Southern, you can sound smart. I would say too. One thing that I've heard uh, multiple like radio announcers say is that if you're Southern, you can really smooth over a situation that's gonna come off really shitty. A lot easier than like someone who's really like northern people because people like, like a southern accent more than northern. Northern people like northern accents sound sort of like educated and more sharp, you know. So it's like a blunt conversation with someone from stupid north from the north. I don't compl- I don't agree with you at all. Typically, northern people are more educated than southern people. Okay, well, Dude, that's where we're not gonna in a bad way. But like, watch. That's where Grumpy we're going to be old you. men and tell me that we sound more educated as a northerner. <laughs> Watch Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> and tell me we sound less educated. <laughs> but like, if you're southern and you have to tell somebody they're losing their job, you know, it, it's going to sound a lot less hurtful. Give us an example. Okay, like if I'm northern and I'm like, pull you in to tell you you're getting fired, I'm like this. Hey man, I just need to let you know, things just aren't really working out. You're not doing a great job. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to let you go. No, northern, it's not working out. We don't so now, sound like that. Give us a southern. Okay, here's version. what a southern guy might say. Okay, you walk in. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Hey, how's it going, man? Well, uh, <laughs> here's the deal. So, I mean, we're kind of in a tight spot, and as a company, we got to make decisions that are best for the company. And unfortunately, it's just it ain't working out, man. And I gotta let you know, we just have to let you go, and it ain't nothing personal. It's just what we got to do. Why don't you come on okay, over for gumbo on Sunday? <laughs> I got to let you know, dude. If the Southern guy's firing me, I'm like, well, shit, man. It ain't your fault. <laughs> right back you know? in a Southern accent. Well, I'm Southern, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know. 
Why don't you come on over for some crawfish? <laughs> yeah, southern drawl. Kind of got that southern drawl. I don't know, man. I'm sick of the north country. I want to move south. I want to get that but accent Joey said, so I want to move south. I want to move south. Ahead, man. I'm done with this bullshit up here. I want to get down there. Yeah. When you move down, don't let it take a lot of time for you to adjust that accent. Just start right up in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to 180 that when shit. People, when people are like, where are you from? And you're talking like this, you'd be like, I'm from Minnesota. This is just how I've been talking my whole life. <laughs> oh my I was god. born into a family of Southerners. Oh my god! <laughs> I tell you what, though, I don't know if you guys have ever met a girl from the South, but holy shit, they instantly sound sexier. They sound so sexy. Yeah, Northern women <laughs> do not. They definitely. They oh definitely my don't god! Sound, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but put it in the big. <laughs> put it in the big. Yeah, I got a new big. <laughs> Can that you pass the milk? It's not <laughs> sexy, dude. It's not. Oh my so, god! Southern girls, they cute. Like they just all cute. You know? Oh, what I, mean? I like that lifted truck. I like that drive. truck y'all drive. <laughs> y'all boys cute. Where oh y'all from? Like we that. gotta get off. Of you this know what shit. I mean? But like <laughs> women from the north are like, oh my god, I love your truck. Where is it from? Do you have any bigs in there? <laughs> <laughs> just stuck on the whole big thing. The big. <laughs> Let's go out in your boat. <laughs> <laughs> Can I we love, go on Lake Minnetonka? Oh my God, I love <laughs> on Lake Minnetonka. I'm just absorbing all of this. <laughs> hey, oh, if shit. you talk less, I might like you more. <laughs> oh. All right, well, that's all women in <sighs> general. You got a tip? So. You got a tip for the week? <clears throat> yeah, so we're starting to get a bunch of snow up here in the North Country. Oh yeah, you know. We're starting to get a bunch of snow up here in the North Country, and I get a lot of calls in here because I own a construction company, and uh, we uh, we get a lot of calls for ice dam removal. Don't and let know? me tell you, shit, you don't have to pay me so much money. You could go out on your roof with an with a roof rake, and you could once we get two inches of that damn dear uh, the white stuff up on the the roof, you can go up there with a snow rake, shovel it off that first six feet, and I guarantee you, you won't get an ice dam. Yeah, that's did my, you see my roof. That's nice my tip, fucking dude. tip of the week. Did you see my roof is raked? No, nah, dude. I don't look at your house. Oh. Well, you're here now, so. <laughs> Fine. Damn. Try not to look too disappointed when I say that to you because it was so cold. I was just trying to get in as fast as I could. That's okay. It's all right. I waited outside because you guys were down here and uh, I couldn't park on the side or whatever. So I had to walk up through the snow that yeah. you haven't shoveled. Yeah. <laughs> and then I knocked on your front door and waited for like a minute and no one came. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll walk through the unwalked in snow. <laughs> To get to the side door. Nice. So, my tip of the week is shovel your front walk. Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, shelt. No, I guess uh, my tip of the week would be whatever, when you're setting a spread, read your situation a little bit. You know? And I, I bring that up just because, you know, when we were hunting that first weekend in December, pulled all those sleepers, which normally we'd be like, you know, this is not what we would do. And a lot of guys, too, they try and throw some huge spread. If you're in an area where there's not a lot of birds, don't throw a huge spread. You know, they're going to know, obviously. So just read your situation. I know it's enticing to be like, let's just run a massive spread. You know, let's throw everything. If you got the birds in the area, do it. If you don't, realize that and set a spread accordingly. All right. My tip of the week is kind of, you know, with the Christmas season and everything coming around, I'm going to say you need to, uh, handwritten cards. There is a very, very, um, lost art when it comes to handwritten cards. Wow. 
as and when it comes to thank you cards, like thank you cards is a whole nother subject. Oh my god, this is amazing that you're talking about this. Like why why is why do you say this? Because Annie and I are sending out thank yous for our wedding. Yeah. So it's a thank you slash Christmas card. Are you gonna type it? I was not going to handwrite the cards. Really? Yeah. Oh dude. Like, because I have like two hundred to do. Yeah. Like and, and I mean you don't have to do much. You could just be like, Hey, it meant a lot for you to be there. Cal. Handwritten. But a handwritten card, like people are people are gonna know. Like if you don't have a handwritten card, people are gonna know. They're gonna be like, Yeah, he just typed this up and then uh, printed it oh, out. Oh yeah, I know. He said the exact same thing to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so right, well, my my with hand and it, perfect, of course dude. being a business owner, sending to a lot of different other businesses and a lot of my clients and everything like that, sending a handwritten card, it makes a world of difference. Which honestly is kind of a pain because when I start to write something, I immediately think, oh shoot, I have no idea like how to spell this or what to write or whatever. And and then all of a sudden I have to write like five of them. Yeah. But whatever. Handwritten cards. Okay. That's my tip of the week. I think that was a good tip, dude. I think I needed to hear that one. Is this gonna is this podcast gonna get out before Christmas so that my my you know yeah. feedback can be given? Yeah, probably. How how'd the other okay. podcast go? Okay, which one? The one the, I'm trying the to put one. On? <laughs> Um it's going. Yeah. Um turning it into an MP three from a MP four file. Yeah. Is really harder than you would think it would be. Yeah. Um also iTunes doesn't like doing it. Yeah. So I had the iTunes app force close on me three times yesterday. <laughs> Just trying to turn an MP4 into an MP3. Mm. So we can be on Spotify. If you use Spotify, why do you have an iPhone? I don't poor, know, man. Poor people. I uh, I was just... Poor people. <laughs> I was slightly... slightly. <laughs> <laughs> I was slightly Sorry. amused. <laughs> too honest? <laughs> what? Too serious? Dude, too soon. I was slightly amused yesterday when... When we when you said you're like yeah yeah it's it's uploaded Dude, we it there. was uploaded <laughs> like two minutes <laughs> oh yes yeah two minutes and forty four seconds were uploaded uh, and what did you say Cal okay no 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 what did you say when I said <laughs> it's only two minutes long maybe it's still uploading <laughs> no you said <laughs> so that's not how that works <laughs> yeah Cal goes Cal goes I think. <laughs> Still maybe, maybe it's not okay, all I thought again. I thought that you were looking at it on our Podbean. Okay. And I thought it was still uploading onto the Podbean because I had uploaded it and then I had walked away from it. No. And then no, I realized <laughs> you send a screenshot. You send a screenshot. It's a screenshot of iTunes of Apple Podcasts. So I'm like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> Two minutes forty four seconds. Yeah. So here's what happened. It's After not the odd. third time that iTunes force closed, what I'm realizing is it was still loading the MP3 the last time when it finally forced closed. But when I reopened the iTunes app, it was in there as an MP3. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck. Sweet. <laughs> nah, only two minutes and 54 seconds of it was finally <laughs> uploaded. Dude, that this was like two hours me. of me trying to get it to turn into an MP3 file. And finally, <laughs> I went to bed at 11 and I was like, sick. <laughs> I got it. Nah. Didn't get it. Nope. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. So we're going to Bobby Guy. And then we're going to Louisiana in Jan- January. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We go to Shot Show. Mm-hmm. Is that about what we got rolling you this guys, year? You know, have anything you want to say? You want to submit one of the, the Why worst? Why are you talking like that right now? What? Why are you doing If you guys if you, you know, if you, you have to say you want to talk Hey, about you know, it. we like Kentucky Jersey. Dude. <laughs> we're doing all the accents. Nah, you are meant for Minnesota, man. 
You were meant to keep it all in the big. <laughs> um, the <laughs> oh my god! Stop. Are you from Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where I'm like, "What are we doing?" No, right. I was gonna touch on your tip of the week with the handwritten cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I always handwrite my cards, like 100 percent every single time. Because you don't know how to type, dude. No. <laughs> um, one thing I always do, especially for my dad, because that's all he ever asked for for his birthday, Christmas, anything. Handwritten card. No, it's just a card, a funny oh. card. And I never find like a good card. So I'm like, I'll find one that's close that has like a dumb fucking picture on it. And then I'll write my own shit. I'll cross out the words that they have and I'll put, I'll ad lib it. And they are hilarious. So there's one with like a shark going like this. So I drew a laser beam on its head and I just quoted like a shitload of Austin Powers. And I said, I love freaking you, Faja. <laughs> freaking laser beam. I want sharks with freaking laser beams on hey, their dude, heads. By the way, next time you have to do this. Right. If you go on Amazon and search funny cards, if you give yourself like three days of extra time to get the card, that's a tip of the week. Which right I know you probably won't do, because no. you'll you'll probably be like, I'll oh, never do I that. need one tonight. You I'll never I mean? do that. But just so you know, if you ever need to, you could do like two days ahead of time, Amazon Prime it, and it would be like a really funny actual card. I like tip, my no I like tip. my thing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like getting it I on like the that. I like getting it on the way there. Like stopping yeah. at a CVS, paying know, $8 for a fucking yeah. card, <laughs> and then crossing out the words. Style. I know this is how you do it. Yeah. I was like, I'll call someone and be like, should I get him a card for his wedding? And they're like, yes. It's way more <laughs> meaningful if it costs you like eight bucks. That's a good tip, Cal. I'm definitely going to do that one. Yeah. All right. Anyways, let's wrap it. If you got anything to say, hit us up. Let's wrap it. Yeah. God, you're oh, happy birthday, mom. It's my mom's birthday today. Happy birthday, oh, Kim. Yeah. Does she listen? I don't think so. Seems unlikely. <laughs> Why the fuck did you say... Dude, you know what? You just shout out your mom when you want to shout out your mom, dude. Yep. Oh, also, uh, call your mom after this and tell her thanks for the support. Yep, we'll do. Fuck. Mm-hmm. God. I'll say those hey. exact words. We're done in three. Two, one. One.